When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to my channel. Now, today I've got for you a brand new subreddit that I've never covered before. So, yesterday we had a look at r slash I don't work here lady. Now, that is, of course, a fan's favorite. By the way, if you haven't seen that yet, go and watch that now before you watch this one. But this subreddit is actually I do work here lady. Now, it's very small at the moment, only about 35,000 members, but I've read some of the stories. They are so good. So, yeah, pretty much the title describes it all. It's the opposite of r slash I don't work here lady. So, Stupid customers come into stores think some person doesn't work there, but actually they do anyway Let's get into an example. It will all make sense. Oh, you're good friends with the owner. I must have amnesia Okay, bit of background I'm female currently 35 and I joined the Navy straight out of high school in 03 and was medically discharged in 06 And have made several friends in Cali while I was there in 2006 I started a small business making lighted decorations to start with I did everything myself But as time went on I hired others By 2008, I had a small crew of five working for me, but in 09, it really grew and I needed to get at least an additional five people, but I was looking for 10 to better keep up with orders. Around this time, I hired someone in a management position because I would be gone for a bit as a friend in Cali had been in a really bad accident and I was going to see them. Now, a bit turned into three weeks. Now, this is an entirely different story that won't show up in r slash entitled parents at the request of my friend before I returned home. I got back on Saturday morning and spent the day getting caught up on work and checking in with the manager on hires and sales that happened while i was gone he informed me we had 12 new hires because two of the workers quit while i was gone now i do need to state that we have three office cubicles mine the managers and front desk front desk fd answered calls took orders and accepted customer complaints for me to deal with on saturday and sunday the front desk is closed it turns out that one of the new hires was the front desk monday morning i'm in my office doing paperwork when i hear the front desk enter her office I step out introduce myself and before I can say anything i'm confronted by fd She has a karen hairdo that is a vibrant orange and a voice like fran from the nanny It went something like this who the f are you and why are you in the owner's office me? I'm the owner who the f are you to talk like that to me at this time mg the manager enters from the back and the front desk doesn't see him I'm front desk and you are not the owner. He and I are close and personal I kid you not she actually purred the the word friends now the temporary manager comes in looking very confused what is going on here i talk over the front desk babbling apparently i need to go to the hospital because i have amnesia and she is a close personal friend and and i'm a he f you pig you're not the owner actually she is the owner and i don't believe we will be needing your services anymore at that you can literally see the light leave her eyes as she realized she messed up I ended up selling the business five years ago to the manager. 
manager to this day remembering the look on her face still makes me chuckle and the manager uses a story with new hires as a reminder to be careful how you speak to people you never know they could be your boss yeah this is a very good point because even if you weren't her boss you could have been any number of important people in her boss's life or important to the business and also even if you weren't if you were someone sketchy for example that had no place being there she handled that entirely the wrong way like don't swear come on that is so unprofessional that could have been any person a manager a boss a client it doesn't matter a random person don't swear anyway that was a great story to kick us off and introduce us all to the subreddit thank you very much for that op now hopefully you all understand how this subreddit works at this point so let's move on to our second story i'm not a scammer i actually work for a real support company i was accused of fraudulently impersonating an employee of a company i actually work for years ago i worked doing call center tech support for a legitimate us based company we serve mostly elderly clients the way it worked they'd pay a subscription and we were on call 24 7 as much as they needed we could remotely access their pcs to fix them log in to show them how to do something low level computer training on par with basic computer classes you might see at a community college etc this service wasn't cheap easily in excess of a hundred dollars a month but justifiable given that most customers would call a couple times a week for one thing or another and could take a couple hours per call. Several of our customers were deaf and they would call us via a teletype service. For those who don't know, the deaf caller types via text chat or signs via video chat with a third party service who then calls and speaks for them, relaying the message over the phone to the person on the other end. They are supposed to be impartial and convey messages word for word. It's essentially a translator job. You don't inject commentary into the discussion just relay the message as precisely as possible however some of the smaller services only staff a few dozen operators and have frequent dealings with the same customers so there's a sense of familiarity that can arise and sometimes that impartiality is compromised and it's a hard job to fill you need someone who has typing skills rivaling a court reporter and fluent in asl who's also willing to work trashy hours for minimum wage so sometimes they just put up with trashy employees to maintain staffing a customer called us using one such teletype service for help removing some malware from his computer. Initially, all went according to plan. In the course of removing the malware, he needed to reboot his PC, which means he would be disconnected from the teletype operator who was communicating with via that PC. So when the computer reboots, I reconnect to his PC and he connects to the service again. This time, he gets a different operator, some guy named Jared, who he apparently had interacted with before. Mind you, the call was unnecessary. I can see his computer screen and everything he's typing to the teletype operator i could have chatted with him directly through the pc but it wasn't my call so this jared dude serving as our go-between decides i'm a scammer and he's going to warn my customer he starts putting words in my mouth things i did not say completely unaware i can see all of this on the customer's computer he remarks that he can't understand me through my heavy indian accent i'm a white guy born in the u.s and couldn't fake a convincing indian accent if i tried he starts getting mildly racist explaining to bill my customer that part of his disability is that he can't hear my accents and if he could he would hang up immediately and know it was a scam although to be honest he's not wrong just lying about my having such an accent lol he keeps making these little asides with the customer which i can see in the chat telling him i don't actually work for the company i claim to work for and warning him not to give me a credit card i never asked for one bill's a subscriber i've had his number for years and charge a predetermined amount monthly per hour 
our contract. So Jared said, he doesn't work for XYZ company. They're just saying that, lying about you having a computer virus to take your money. That company would never hire a guy like him. I get how he can think that. We've all seen this scam before. In the right context, it's not bad advice. But he doesn't have all the facts, like that Bill has been my client for years, that we have a contract and he was getting charged the same if he called me or not. This wasn't a case of a customer returning some scammer's voicemail. He was calling a service vendor he had existed dealings with. So I open up notepad on Bill's desktop and start typing to him. Sir, I can assure you I did not ask for a credit card number, nor will I. I can see the chat screen and half of what I'm saying is not being conveyed at all. And most of what he is typing to you, I did not say. Also, he's not telling me what you're typing or when he does, he's conveying it in a very hostile tone. He types back in the notepad window. Yeah, you're talking to Jared. I've dealt with him before. He's a butt. Sorry. He's supposed to quote us word for word, but I've had some suspicions about him for a while. Complained a few times, but nothing ever comes of it. So I address Jared. Hey, uh, Jared, you realize I can see Bill's screen as we talk, right? I do work for XYZ Company, bro, and I can prove it. Dead freaking silence. You want to put your supervisor on the phone there, buddy? I'd love to show him these chat logs, and of course, I'm recording the call on my end. I'll send him a copy. So Bill got his teletype service comp for a few months Many apologies from the service. Jared got canned I removed the malware and Bill reached out to me via email thanking me a few weeks later And he had a few stories to tell Apparently he learned from the others at the teletype company that Jared had been up to some other shenanigans as well Customers he didn't like he would do passive-aggressive stuff like mess up pizza orders and dinner reservations or accidentally transpose numbers so credit cars would be declined or people would be unable to make a return phone call. He had a long history of douchebaggery that could be summed up to minor mistakes, but judging by the frequency and nature must have been deliberate. His employer apparently didn't keep good records or retain call recordings for very long, so the company had a hard time firing him. This one time he actually broke the rules really trying to help a customer. He honestly thought I was a scammer and he was trying to do something good and forgot that other call centers keep really good records and be willing to share them. What irked us the most wasn't learning of his other passive-aggressive stunts. You kind of expect trashy service from anyone you deal with on the phone. It was the white knight mentality. He was so happy to charge in as the hero with no idea what he was getting into. He was going to save people from themselves by imposing his own superior judgment. He was actually exploiting a disability to do that. Had I not been able to see the screen, neither Bill or myself would have known what the other was saying. And this ignorant idiot would have been proud of his deception and actually thought he was a good person because of it it's so condescending even if his intentions were good i am glad he got fired and i just want to say most teletype operators do their jobs extremely well i've worked with many over the years and this was an isolated incident in my experience you usually forget that the person you're speaking with isn't the actual caller they're that good this was just one guy on a power trip abusing his position for the sake of his own ego being the gatekeeper to other people's communications with the world is actually a lot more power than many people can or should be trusted with you know what i kind of wonder whether his motivations with your call were all that good otherwise why would he make stuff up like that you have an accent sounded like he just enjoyed playing with people if he genuinely cared about his client i think he'd actually listen to what you were saying and then really make his mind up weighing up the factors right but saying that you had an indian accent when you clearly didn't i'm not sure that he has a good heart moving on to our final story i am not hallucinating my treatment i think and hope this fits here as it relates to someone else although i was involved 
involved and they did work there some years ago I had a short outpatient procedure which caused me to have a serious infection I was rushed back to hospital by ambulance and spent a total of 10 days there with something verging on sepsis I spent the first 24 hours in a clinical decision unit not the nicest of places But I was running a serious temperature and didn't notice much rules and targets meant that within 24 hours I had to be discharged or moved to a ward after 23 and a half hours. I was on a ward It was late evening I was fixed up with a cannula and a drip antibiotics Which in the end didn't work and I settled down to sleep I was reasonably comfortable and although ill I was feeling a bit more normal I was woken at about 3 a.m. By the patient in the next bed having an incident which I will gloss over for reasons of delicacy I looked around to find a large fresh blood stain on my sheets in my rather restless sleep I'd ripped out my cannula. I pressed the call button a very nice young guy arrived The nursing station was in sight from my bed and there was a group of four or five people there Including the guy who came over all dressed in black trousers and high-necked black tunics in addition to two nurses who I recognized from earlier He very efficiently and painlessly reinserted the cannula and cleaned me up I went back to sleep. He didn't change the sheets but covered it up to save a major disturbance at that time of night. Next morning after breakfast, two nurses came round to change sheets for everyone. Mine were a mess, so I explained what had happened. They looked very wary and said there were no male nurses on the ward. I explained that the guy was in a black jacket. They looked at me strangely and said there were no workers in black uniforms. I insisted that I had been treated by the person I had described, but they wouldn't have it. Eventually, in sweet, calming voices, they started to agree with everything i said obviously they were humoring me they went on with their work a bit later i saw them discussing something with the charged nurse with the occasional glance in my direction i was now getting worried and beginning to doubt myself then one of them came back over beaming uncomfortably i thought this is it she then rather hesitantly explained that a party of student doctors had been touring night shifts the previous night unknown to her or her colleague they had a new design of uniform in black i was saying after rule and he did work there oh well there you go i can imagine in that position like being in hospital being very ill it's quite easy to think that you might be hallucinating but yeah it's good that you got some justification in the end to be fair though i don't really blame the nurses in this one they had no idea that the students were around so it's okay i don't just work here this happened about a year ago right after i'd opened two niche hobby shops it's an incredibly male dominated hobby my typical clients are retired white dudes driving nice audis and bmws I am a small 30 year old chick covered literally head to toe in tattoos none on my face though a new to me customer walks in Apparently he had been in before while I was out of the shop and one of my male managers helped him He walks into my shop and when I smile and greet him with a hi, how are you? He just kind of grunts at me. Okay, whatever Sometimes people just want to be left alone to browse I stay on my computer finishing up some ordering and let him wander a bit He is taking his time, but is clearly getting a bit agitated. So I ask if he is looking for anything in particular or if he is just browsing he just looks at me a pregnant pause where i begin to wonder if i should speak up like i said old retired one percenters are my bread and butter when he finally breaks the silence not with a polite response but with a gruff where is your manager i've been in retail for 15 years i'm used to the people who just don't remember their manners but this question doesn't make me think oh he's looking for my boss it makes me think oh he is looking for one of my employees so i start to ask a couple of qualifying questions i'm the only one here today what can i help you with no i want to speak to the man that is in charge i'll wait he says in a very condescending way sir i am in charge what can i help you with 
No, where is the man that helped me last weekend? He and I were discussing a project and I want to speak with him directly so I can tell him what I want ordered. This is where I start to get a little snippy. Yay, working for yourself. I was frustrated that he was speaking to me in such a tone and that he couldn't seem to understand that I am in charge. Well, sir, I am in charge here. I do the ordering, so what did you need me to order? He lets you do the ordering? Sir, I can see we aren't going to get anywhere. If you would like to come back later, you are more than welcome. Welcome, but considering you won't speak to me and would rather speak to a male employee Maybe it would be best for you to come back at another time Obviously this enrages the entitled jerk and he gets so rare that I was sure he would pop at any second He starts spluttering and he takes a couple steps towards me I have a particular character flaw where I forget that I am all of five feet tall So I stand my ground my mother calls it lack of self-preservation He demands my boss's phone number now. I realize maybe I wasn't clear enough No, I am the but I get cut off now being ignored and interrupted are two of my biggest pet peeves And this man has accomplished both in a relatively short amount of time So I hand him a business card and walk off He immediately calls the number and my cell phone starts ringing so I answer so I say answering the phone Thank you for calling you've reached my name the owner of this store all while staring him right in the face I'm petty as heck and even this made me wonder if I'd gone too far He stormed out and I never saw him again It still cracks me up when I remember his red veiny face staring at me with wide eyes Now one thing is for sure you definitely did not go too far in this instance The fact that he thinks that only men can be managers of those sort of stores shows a lot of ignorance on his behalf And yeah, he needed some karma The only thing that could have made this story better was if your male manager came out from the back and was all nonchalantly like Hey boss, I would have loved to see the reaction on this customer's face if that happened But oh well great story nonetheless moving on to our second story Girls can't read comics. It's a short one, but kind of funny just the absurdity of it The customer as much as my over-the-top reaction It's been a few years, but I still remember quite well as it was unforgettable for me I recently posted a rather nasty story that happened recently to me and it felt good to rant about it This is the only other time in my life that I met a really nasty person The guy wasn't entitled so to speak just really dense and sexist. It was my very first job I was 15 and I worked in a bookstore specializing in sci-fi fantasy manga and comics this guy walks in and goes to the comic section i let him browse for a few minutes then i ask him if he needed any help can i help you sir i'm looking for he gives me the title and number issue of a captain america comic from the 1940s or 1950s i don't remember oh i think we could you get the comics pro now this customer was referring to the male employee who was there most of the time let's call him mike pardon Mike? He's not here today, but I'd be happy to help you. You wouldn't know what I'm looking for. Why? Well, you're a girl. Girls can't read comics. It's not meant for them. You probably don't even know the difference between Marvel and DC, or even what either of those are. Go back to your Twilight rubbish and get someone who knows comics. As I said in my first story, I tend to blow a fuse very easily and I get snappy real quick. Back then, it was so much worse than now. Sorry being a Marvel fangirl is so offending to you, but I'm the only one here i'll go get that comic which is by the way issue number x not y i stormed off went to get the comic in the back store and walked back front and handed it over to him and i was right about the issue number don't get so angry about it i'll get angry if i feel like it after all women are nothing but a bunch of overly emotional messes unfit to do anything but look pretty and serve you dinner right my reaction was the proof of the overly emotional thing but i didn't realize or care in the moment oh that's That's not what I said.
head well had you stopped for five seconds to think about what would have come out your mouth you'd realize it's all the same girls can't do this girls can't do that it's 2012 for heaven's sake get out of the middle age already give me one good logical reason why a girl can't read or like comics uh that's what i thought have a nice day the guy did come back and he never made a sexist comment to me again but he pulled the same exact things on other female employees and got told off by all of them i know my reaction was too intense but i've gotten better over time and i don't get so angry anymore but the whole there are things that girls can't or shouldn't do things still annoys me to no end am i the only person that doesn't think this was an overreaction at all i think your reaction was perfectly justified i don't know but people like this you've kind of got to put them in their place and if they don't understand at first yeah get angry be my guest i feel like what will be really interesting is getting guys to take the names of girls and then work and then see what the customer's response is like obviously this is only relating to guys that can actually do it so you can't see them for example support chat or email something like that i think it would be super intriguing to see what their customer interacting job would be like but with a female name i imagine it would be quite eye-opening and perhaps depressing now for our final story rude lady caused her whole store to no longer get free tea so for background i worked at a high-end mall specifically outrageously priced loose leaf tea i met the owner of the business through my old basketball coach she married an aspiring businessman who got rich because of his smart investments well one of these investments was this tea shop this will be important for later we sold a variety of best quality loose leaf tea from around the world although it was mostly just retail we also made drinks for about five to eight dollars depending on the sizes of the cup Part of our marketing is by going to other stores and offering them free tea. Since we had a lot of leftovers from the samples we used that day, towards the end of the day, we transferred them in cups and give them out for free to neighboring stores. This gave us more customers and the employees are usually very grateful. Well, except this one rude lady, we'll call her RL. She worked at one of the big stores. She struts in one day and began to complain how her department never got the tea. She rambles on and on about how they always get it every Tuesday. She doesn't understand why it's so hard for us to be consistent. I know you guys always bring us tea, but we didn't get it today. Yeah, those were just a courtesy from the owner. I know, so why didn't you bring us teas today? I don't understand why that's so hard to do. It's just tea. Mom, these teas are actually about $12 per two ounces. They're not cheap and we're not allowed to just give them out for free. Well, I know the owner. She always gives me free teas. I want to speak to the manager. You don't know anything. We pay for these teas at the end of the month and I don't see why you're breaking that contract. She was grasping at things at this point. Actually, I am the manager. I know everything that happens with this store. We do not sign those type of contracts. We give out free tea as a courtesy. It's not mandatory. And from now on, I think it's in our best interest to know longer give your store free tea the rude lady then realized she's ruined it for everyone you can't do that i know the owner my old coach actually was in the back at this time since her daughter usually goes to the classes slash events held at microsoft she slides the door open and walks out to look the rude lady in the eyes finally a grown-up can you tell this kid to stop impersonating a manager and being so rude but instead the coach says actually that's my store manager and i've never met you in my whole life 
I think it's best for you to leave. I later on had to relay what happened to my other co-workers and they couldn't stop laughing. I guess me looking like a teenager doesn't make me look credible to be the manager. That was honestly one of the reasons why we stopped giving tea out for free. People got too demanding. Oh, this just sucks, you know. You're doing such a nice thing by giving out free tea that's not cheap and then someone just throws it back in your face. Not literally, of course. I feel like this post could go in r slash choosing beggars, r slash entitled parents, and of course r slash I do work here lady all at once it's just a shame that some people are like this but it's great to see that your owner stuck up for you i've read so many stories now where the owner doesn't necessarily do that so it's great to see anyway guys that is gonna do it for my second episode of r slash i do work here lady